0: It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to fm.com And, you know, you never know. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And it could be yours. Mm-hmm.
3: It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter.
0: Thank you, nephew. Subject, my neighbor hid my side dude. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for almost 10 years. My husband had a baby with another woman six years ago, and things haven't been the same since then. Um, I was broken and felt like I was not good enough to be loved. I left my husband for two years, and he got baptized and gave his testimony to the church and asked for forgiveness. Our pastor pressured me to move back home and fix Fix my marriage I embraced my stepdaughter and we're besties now but my husband and I were never the same I confided with one of the choir members at our church and he knew my history with my husband We ended up having a sexual and a spiritual connection, and it's helped with my self-esteem. My boyfriend started coming to our house, and he parked in my neighbor's driveway to hide his car. My neighbor was cool with it and said she was happy that I was getting my groove back. I trusted her with my secret. I figured my boyfriend wouldn't hurt me since he knew about trauma I had been through. Uh, Sunday, my husband was at work, so my boyfriend said he would stop by for a quickie after church. I skipped church to prepare for him. Around 2 p.m., I started calling and texting him, but he didn't answer. I called to ask my neighbor if she'd seen him, and she didn't answer. I have to walk around her house to see her driveway, and my intuition told me to go over there. My boyfriend's car was right there. I knocked, and my boyfriend came to the door shirtless. He said, I'm sorry. I tried to push past him to get to my neighbor, but he strong-armed me. They said they would call the police if I didn't leave. My neighbor hid my side dude from me, and I'm not losing another man. How does this keep happening? That's the wrong question. You should be asking how, what, how did this happen? Uh, how do you move on from this mess? I mean, one thing for sure, one thing for sure in this letter is that none of you guys need to be cheating. None of you, from your husband to you to your side dude to your neighbor. You're all very bad at cheating. And then you get mean with it when you get caught. Uh, like, you know, your boyfriend and your neighbor did. That was terrible what they did. Said they were gonna call the police on you. You're all very bad at it. And your pastor uh, should have stayed out of your business. He was wrong too. You were vulnerable. You were broken at the time. He had no right to pressure you to take your husband back after your husband had a baby with another woman. Okay? That that's strictly your decision. He should have recommended therapy or counseling or something like that for you guys so you could regain some self-esteem and maybe start a forgiveness process whether you took him back or not you all guys could have at least talked it out or tried you and your husband i think would have been much better going your separate ways because you said your marriage was never the same after the baby and that's understandable and and i know it's possible to forgive but to get back with your husband after that kind of betrayal is nearly impossible um and by the way i i say thank you i do want to thank you for embracing the baby um because it's definitely definitely not her fault she's an innocent bystander in all of this but um it's over it's over now you and your husband may as well stop the bleeding get a divorce um and i suggest you change churches and if you can move because this is just a mess your neighbor
3: all it's just too messy steve well you know you are this um letter has i think shirley pointed it out but this letter has a lot of people are doing a lot of wrong stuff in this letter and um, it's so much wrong in this letter that there's no right that can come out of it. I mean there is. a, I've only found one right thing you did in this letter that I thought had bore Mary. I'll share it with you. You've been married for 10 years your husband had a baby with another woman six years ago and things haven't been the same since then. I was broken. Felt like you weren't good enough to be loved. Now, you left your husband for two years. You didn't divorce him. You left him for two years. So you all were still married. That's how you got to the total of 10 years. So you left him for two years. He got baptized, gave his testimony to the church, and asked for forgiveness. Fine. Y'all could have forgave him. But then your, pu- your your pastor pressured you to move back home and fix my marriage. Here's the problem. You didn't even want your husband back. You was gone for two years trying to pull yourself together. You didn't even want him. Why would you move back in a house to repair a marriage that you don't even want? You could have forgave him, but forgiving don't, don't mean forgetting. I learned that from Bishop James. Now, here's the only redeeming thing. I embraced my stepdaughter, and we're besties now. Well, that's admirable, love. But my husband and I were never the same. The reason you were never the same was because you might have forgiven him, but you couldn't forget what he did. And you were never comfortable with him and his explanation of it. I confided in one of the choir members at your church. He knew your history with your husband. Y'all ended up having sex and a spiritual connection, and it helped me with my self-esteem. Why do people mix God with their sin? Look, you have a sexual relationship with the choir member, but you want to throw the Lord in it because it was a spiritual connection. No, it wasn't. It was a church connection. He was a choir member and you was a a regular member. That ain't a spiritual connection. Y'all met at the church. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. We'll have part two of your response
0: coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, my neighbor hid my side dude. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Black representation is so important. Here's how you can join in. Head over to iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together.
2: and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles.
3: When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back,
1: I realized, oh, everyone knew.
2: This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption.
1: We're always gonna have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
2: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, my neighbor hid my side dude. Okay,
3: quickly. A uh, lady was married for 10 years. Six years ago, her husband had an affair, had a baby with another woman. And things ain't been the same since. You were broken. You left your husband for two years. For two years, but you were still married, but you left him for two years. Now, he got baptized and gave his testimony to the church and asked for forgiveness. Then your pastor pressured me to move back home and fix my marriage. Problem with that, you didn't want to. You didn't want to. And like Shirley said, pastor really should have stayed out of it. But pastor should have been more concerned with the way you were feeling. You should have went and talked to somebody about what you was feeling because you didn't even want the man back. So now you took him back and you worked on it, but you you embraced your stepdaughter and y'all besties, which is good of you, but you and your husband were never the same because you couldn't move past it. And if you can't move past it, then you got to move on. That's what women should do. If you can't get past the cheating, then you got to get past the relationship. Just move on or else you're going to live there trying to grapple with it. And it ain't your fault. I could find it with the choir members at our church. He knew your history with your husband. We ended up having a sexual and spiritual connection, and it helped with my self-esteem. Oh, now, because somebody wants you, which ain't hard to find, now your self-esteem is up. But now y'all want to have a sexual and spiritual connection. It's not a spiritual connection. It's just a church connection. Mm-hmm. He just a dude in the choir that knew you was broken and vulnerable, Stepped in and said all the things you wanted to hear. And now he at you. My boyfriend started coming to our house. And he would park in my neighbor's driveway to hide his car. So now you're married. But now you got this boyfriend that's coming over your house. That know you married. And parking in your neighbor's driveway to hide his car. My neighbor was cool with it and said she was happy I was getting my groove back. All this while you was married. Now, I understand where you're coming from because you was hurt and it's to get back move. I got that. But you do know this ain't cool. And if it was cool, you wouldn't have had to hide his car in your neighbor's drive. I trusted her with my secret. I figured my boyfriend wouldn't hurt me since he knew about the trauma I had been through. Your boyfriend was the one who took advantage of your trauma. Now you're thinking he won't hurt you. What, what did he did that won't hurt you? Why? Because he wanted to sleep with you, give you your groove back, give you your self-esteem back. You misunderstood what this was for, lady. Sunday, my husband was at work. So my boyfriend said he stopped by for a quickie after church. Oh, yeah, he taking care of you. Oh, he care about you. You down to a quickie now. I skipped church to prepare for him. Now you ain't even going down there to see God no more. <laughs> so you can stay at the house and get touched up on a quicker. Wow. I don't know how y'all think some good is supposed to come out of this. <laughs> you skipping church now so you can get done. I skipped church to prepare for him. Around 2 p.m. I started calling and texting him, but he didn't answer. I called her as my neighbor has seen him. She ain't answered. Mm. I had to walk around to her house to see her driveway, and my intuition had told me to go over there. My boyfriend's car was right there, right there. I knocked, and my boyfriend came to the door, shirtless. He opened the door and said, I'm sorry. Damn, baby, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But ah. the dog that I am, and now you know, because I was right. just taking advantage of of your situation, I mean, what you want me to do? You got a husband. He's just up at the church right now. So I was just going to come by and tap right quick. And then, you know, I was over here with your neighbor and your neighbor know I'm tapping. And then look and look at your neighbor. You know, she said, well, since you're over there tapping, I ain't got nobody. You can park in my driveway. You might as well come on in. What is you hiding for? Because I ain't going to hide. You can park in my driveway. Everybody see your car over here. Let's go on and do this here. He said, I'm sorry. I tried to push past him to get to my neighbor, but he's strong on me. Now, now, what you going to whoop neighbor ass? You're the one married. Your neighbor's single. Mm-hmm. The shirtless dude is the one that went over there. What you pushing past him for? See, you got all the blame in the wrong place. They said they would call the police. Now they finna to turn your ass in. Ooh. Damn, what happened to Black Lives Matter? Lord Hembers.
0: What? <laughs> what yeah, happened uh, to uh, Black Lives Matter? Uh uh. Uh uh.
3: Now they finna call the police on your ass. You got to get back over to the house because your husband gonna wonder what is they call the police on it? Because the choir boy was over here without his shirt on. Terrible. My neighbor hid my side dude from me, and I'm not losing another man. He's not your man. Your man is at the house, the one you didn't want, the one that got the other lady pregnant while y'all was married. He your man. You're not finna lose another man. He not your man. He quiet boy. Y'all need to do some work research on him because that ain't his only stop. How does this keep happening to me? Because you keep thinking wrong. First of all, you took a man back you didn't want. Then you started sleeping with a man that didn't want you. You see what's happening? Hmm. So everybody is aligned with their needs, and ain't nobody caring about none of your needs. You need to take some time to do you, you, spend time with you, and cut all these losers loose. And you need to move out your house with your husband because that ain't working
0: either. (laughs) Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. On Instagram, at Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
1: the elevation with Stephen furtick podcast was created with you in mind this is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from god together in this podcast we'll dive deep into scripture uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential